Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Stripe Show, a podcast for Juventus fans all over the world by Juventus fans all over the world, hosted by Radi Bianconera. I'm Matteo with me, Tiago, and a great and a really pleasant guest. Hi, Colin, how are you? Uh, very well, Matteo. Uh, nice to be with you guys, and um, we've got lots to talk about. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Tiago, you good, my friend? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's so good to have our good friend from Ireland here and uh, because um, the topics this evening deserve a lot, a lot What's of voices. Going, guys? What, 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 I don't know. What's happening? What happened in the last 24 hours? The match. What yeah, match in the last 24 crashed. hours? I don't know. Tiago told me something yeah. happened. I'm just going with it. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. So maybe the soccer as we know it is uh, uh, top to, to exist right now. But I, I, I wouldn't be that drastic because uh, of the people that say that uh, an eventual Super League is going to take the romanticism in soccer. I think he's a big liar because the romanticism in soccer stopped to six uh, many, many, many years ago. So, okay, that's the, another page in, in the soccer history. And for sure, yesterday, history was made. Before talking about what happened in the Super League, at least five minutes, we need to talk about uh, the games against Atalanta. Okay, because yes, so Juventus lost 1 0 against Atalanta, uh, a game that actually I don't think Juventus played that bad. And uh, in, if I had to think uh, on the last uh, three or four years that Juventus played Atalanta, I it's hard to recollect a game when uh, Juventus have uh, suffered less than yesterday. Actually, I think Juventus had a really good uh, well, not really good, but more than decent first half. Okay, and uh, they could, we could score with Morata, we could score another big chance with McKenney, okay. And uh, and then the second half, I guess, Atalanta was uh, a little bit better than us. But yeah, they didn't create anything other than a, like a header by Zapata. And uh, when it, like, uh, it looks like a tie was like breathing in stone, it was the shot from outside the box by Malinowski was deflected by... Alexandro and so Atalanta won 1 0. And the Juventus basic right now is in four position, uh, two points ahead of Napoli, and uh, potentially three points ahead of Latvia for what it could be like the last spot for Champions League. If Champions League is going to happen next year. Okay. So before talking about, uh, as I said before, before talking about uh, the Super League and anything, I would like to ask you guys what you talk about the game yesterday. So, Colin. What do you think about the game? I kind of agree with with, with yourself, Matteo. It, it it wasn't that bad. Um, I just I felt Juve struggled in the attacking phase of the game, and um, I, there was no real fluency there. Um, but other than that, I you know I mean at halftime I didn't really feel too bad about it. I felt like Juve were gonna get back, you know, uh, or get into the game. I was hopeful that maybe. Uh, Dybala would do something a lot, a lot more than he did actually. But, um, but I still felt Juve were going to win the game. You know, um, they right. were creating chances, nothing, nothing crazy. But, but um, yeah, it was just it was a killer. 
you know, when, well, when no, Atalanta yeah. got the goal, it was just it was a killer time to get it. Just ah. to, to seem like there was no time. Really yeah, left. I think I think if this year if there is like an episode that can go wrong for us, it's going wrong. Because for example, yesterday I woke up pretty early, okay, and I was looking at Milan playing against Genoa. At the end of the day, Milan won two one with a goal that was at a known goal by Scamacca. Okay, so Milan had two shot a goal. And one shot, shot at the goal and they scored twice, okay? And uh, and Genoa missing, like, the last minute, there was two save on the goal line by, by I think, Tomori and Kier, okay? So, at the other side, on the other side, if Juventus lost up about the deflection, so so is Milan really that good and Juve that bad, or is Milan more lucky than Juventus? Tiago? You know, you, you need to create the possibility to make the lucky, lucky shot let's say to happen and Atalanta had have this this moment they have more possibilities to change the match from coming from the yeah. bench than what we have this changes this defines a lot this period of this era so as Colin said I when the first half ended I I had a feeling that we should have scored, of course, that goal because we would not have a big chance like that that Morata had in the first yes. half, honestly. But um, but uh, another evening that I expected Dybala to be closer to the box, at least to create more, to be more available to play with Morata, for example, because we saw Morata struggling against Palomino a lot. Palomino controlled Morata. Uh, very well that evening, despite the, the those those chances that Morata had to move around, uh, but closer to the box, he had that shot in the second half behind the defense uh, with, a, with a nice assist for Kuluzewski. But but despite that, uh, we saw only Morata being a, a, a good player in the midfield, far away from the box, doing that tower job that yeah. sometimes is useful. But doing that, you need to have someone to go closer because you can't you can't ask to a number nine to be the tower in the midfield and then be uh, the guy inside right. the, the box alone right. to fight against three defenders. So yes, it's a difficult situation. But uh, a note from this so this evening will be the. the at least 200 fouls suffered by Quadrado on the right side of the pitch was on my mind. And nearly get fouls, fouls, I think. Look, let's yeah. be honest, I think that was a penalty. Like, you know, I mean, he it looked like he just bundled the guy over, you know. Um, oh, you mean, you mean the one in the fourth half? Yeah, yeah. Look, oh, I, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I, I would say that Muriel would be like, uh, they both know each other, they know how to 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 dive properly and to receive some fouls. I think it's not that foul, but if the referee uh, whistled it, uh, we had to accept it. It's, there is there is not well, a point. Honestly, but... honestly, I was reading and giving a lot. I think Orsato was... I, I, I don't mind how Orsato called the game, okay? He was calling, let me say, more like in a European way, okay? If it's yeah. like he's wrong, something like this. But actually, I think he was fair on both... Uh, on both sides and uh, and um, beside the last 10 minutes where I think he could have done something different okay I really I really liked that the way the way he ended the game and especially like at the point that the, the 
player really were not like uh, complaining a lot. Not that Juventus play player complains a lot usually, except Bonucci, okay? But <laughs> players were not complaining a lot about what he's calling or not calling. So I actually like that part. Coming back to us, uh, and uh, look, we, we knew that uh, at the end of the day, we knew that Atalanta, uh, uh, as, uh, especially right now, especially with Ronaldo missing the game, as a deep roster, if uh, if we're talking about uh, the, the the offensive side uh, of, of of both roster, okay, because uh, Atalanta was able to put in the game Ilicic, Pasalic, Malinowski, okay, so we know that they're like more than decent player. While Juventus didn't have any offensive player other than that Felix Correa and Ramsey, okay, and uh, because McKenny for sure is not like an offensive player, okay, so we knew that DiBala had at could have at um, a maximum like 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 what 60 minutes and I think he had only 35 minutes in in him because uh, poor guy he's coming back after like three months of not playing soccer so he's probably gonna need like probably another eight months before recovering and probably 20 posts on Instagram and 20 on TikTok yeah. so we'll see what happened about that okay but yeah well, as Thiago was saying we we keep seeing seeing Dybala coming back to the midfield okay and. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, he's really not needed over there, but I think it's more like, like uh, the coach asking him to do because uh, <laughs> I think it's more like he, that what he want to do because he will, uh, he, he's, he doesn't like to give, to be hit too much, okay? He doesn't like having I mean, like a physical player hitting on him, okay? Yeah. So it, that's the but, way, that's why he's coming back to the midfield or like even to the defensive uh, side. And uh, but consider and this. This is so important because imagine this: uh, if your two players are uh, two offensive players are going to the midfield between the other players, and they are being marked, imagine how stamina's were from Atalanta defenders in the end of the game. They were they were fine to to be a hundred percent in the end of the match. They were not tired. They were absolutely safe. To, to bring the points home for them. Yeah. So this can be such a mistake. And yet uh, we, we, we were able, of course, to be better improved in the defense, but yet not enough. Yeah. No, yeah, then the ball had like an, he had a couple on really nice game, um, play. He had a nice assist to McKenny. Yeah. And uh, we, we, we need to say that. But uh, honestly, I'm expecting more from a player like yeah. Dibala, like, like I'm expecting more from a player like Morata. Okay? Especially, especially, I'm expecting him to score the chance, the chance here, yeah, like in the, in, in, in the middle of the first half. There isn't. But I, I don't know what to say about Malati. It looked like he needed more like a second alley, uh, <laughs> um, some session with the psychology more than, a, more than a training on the field sometimes. So I don't know what to say about that. And uh, yeah, it was like a. Of course, you look at his everything is like it's black and white in Juventus, in Juventus war. So, but it's funny to see that uh, it looked like when on Saturday, then the news that Ronaldo was not going to be part of the game, it looked like a lot of Juventus fans were happy. So, oh, finally, we're going to win and play good because Ronaldo is not playing. And if, it, if it's not like 
craziness or madness that I don't know what is going to be madness, honestly, because uh, even just criticizing a player more, uh, like, uh, like Ronaldo, I, don't, I really had no idea what it could be. And uh, as I said many, many times on this show, I'm not a Bella fan, I'm not a Ronaldo fan, I'm just a Juventus mm. fan, okay? But criticizing a player that like a 24 goal only in Serie A, it's ridiculous in my opinion. Yeah. So, I mean, he's, he's produced the goods, but um, I just want to go back to like what you were talking about, um, Dybala dropping deep um, like I noticed yeah. this and um, like like you said yourself there Matteo it looked like you know it, it's instructions coming from the coach but uh, for me it's it's about the interpretation also of the players because um, I could clearly see because McKenney was playing on the right wing he started on the right wing um, but McKenney likes to make the, the run to the centre of the attack where the centre forward would be and you, you could clearly see Dybala swapping places with McKenney um often and um yeah. but the problem was on like half of the time you'd see McKenney he might pick the ball up on the right hand side and then he looks and Dybala is on the right hand side with him and you know but there's nobody up up front where Dybala should be so yeah. their in- interpretation of when to when to be here you know if if, if McKenney is on the right wing Dybala's up front if McKenney makes a run, then Dybala moves to the other. So they're they're kind of clogging up. Plus Quadrado. Yeah, plus Quadrado was going down the right as well. So because Dybala was kind of doing his own thing and not really reading the the, the movement of his teammates um, and, and adjusting, you know, it just got clogged up and got very awkward. And, and it was just easy to defend, you know. And um, I, I agree. I agree. And uh, another thing that we need to consider is that it looks like every time the ball is playing, it looks like a case. Yeah, scary. because the ball isn't even going out to the other side. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah, so we're, so we're going to have like another game coming up against Parma this week. And then uh, at the end, and on Sunday, we're going to play against Fiorentina. So it will be, of course, three points are going to be, I think, uh, super important against Parma. Parma uh, that uh, is um, 90% sure to be relegated, is even 95% sure to be relegated in, in Serie B at this time. And then we're going to play in Firenze against Fiorentina, a game that uh, is always tough for us to play. But before before wrapping up this episode, we need to talk about the five or six minutes about what happened with the Super League. So... Yesterday, during the actually was was receiving the first notification during the game. There was like a, a, a some something coming up from the New York Times that like a a, a breaking news was imminent. There was an announcement was about to be made, and so we we see that uh, basically the the Super League that uh, every a lot of people are talking in the in the recent year. Actually, it's gonna. It looks like it's gonna happen. So it looks like there is like a twelve play, twelve play, twelve teams, and they're gonna start the Super League. Okay, we know that this team, like the Juventus, Milan, Inter, and then there is Barcelona, Atletico Madrid, and Real Madrid, and six more other for uh, Premier League. Okay, so these twelve are for sure. We know that Bayern Munich didn't accept that, but it's still like unclear. And uh, we'll see what's going to happen. So, what, what are you guys? What are you, you, you? Your thought about the Super League? Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, go on, go uh, on. My initial thoughts are it's positive, um, but uh, my perspective is is um, from Juventus. Uh, 
you know, I want to see Juve grow. I don't want to see Juve um, become stagnant. And, and you know, I mean, we, we look at players like Cristiano Ronaldo making 60 million before tax every year, 30 million net. And we, we want, you know, and Juve winning nine titles in a row uh, in the Champions League every single year. And we, we all nearly accept it. It's... It's a huge financial strain for Juventus. So, I mean, if Juve are going to, you know, be a top-tier team in European football, like you have to be able to pay the money, you know. And and currently, Champions League money and Serie A money is is just not good enough, and we can't we can't wait around for for the rest of Serie A to get their act together and to help improve the brand. Currently, uh, Juve are the only team really raising the brand of Serie A and it's 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 too much so a move like this for me increases the revenue for Juventus um, and it should um, I think it should a lot of people criticize saying it's it's all about money but look the modern modern day football is about money um, it is an entertainment it's an entertainment package that's sold worldwide to everybody every single house in the world that has a TV is going to be watching football in some way shape or form it's multi-billion dollar industry like I, I can't even estimate how much money and and yet like we see we see players and, and they make a lot of money and you can criticize someone like Ronaldo for making that kind of a contract but look at what he does he provides the entertainment for everybody and that entertainment generates that money so he should he should make that money and then as a result of that, that logic, I have to say the same about the club. The club are also providing that entertainment. They're also providing that package and generating that income for somebody. So why shouldn't they be making a large portion of it as well? And this facilitates Juve from, to move to the next level. And for me, I, I, do, I don't see the negative. I, I understand why people are concerned, but I don't see the negative for Juve. Yeah, I, I saw a lot of people complaining about what will be the situation in, inside the leagues. But honestly, uh, when when we knew that the big clubs had six billion euro from debts and problems and financial situations, and from those six, two of those became or came uh, in the face of the, the club's account uh, during COVID situation and in the same time UEFA is trying to to change Champions League uh, tournament to 36 teams and the same amount of food to share between more heads to eat uh, this is a great sign of that a problem will, will exist in the near future we saw uh, articles from 2013 when Agnelli said that a Super League would be a, a, would be a nice project for the future, and the future is now. Now is the future. Now is the present, and the past. It, it, it is what it is. We saw some leagues changing during the last uh, 20, 30, 40 years, and uh, of course, it's difficult. To, to see things about and around the small clubs, but yet, in the same time, the big money comes from the big clubs. Yep. From, from what they are, what they represent, and it will be interesting to see 
this process along the the next months and we'll be here to talk right. about it because it's mm. everything is so new right yeah, now. Yeah, look, the, the thing is like people say that uh, we are romantic. Yeah, of course, uh, soccer is not romantic for many, many, many years. Okay, Was it UEFA romantic yeah. when they allow Croatia's band to spend like uh, almost 300 million euro each year to buy Mape and, uh, and Neymar? Was UEFA romantic when they first banned Manchester City and then they let them play mm. the Champions League? Or were the UEFA romantic where they, 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 they sanction Milan or Inter just for like for financial playing agreement, for like break the rule of financial play agreement, but not but, but not finding Paris Saint-Germain and, uh, and Manchester City? Was FIFA romantic when they have the new the new the new competition for like for club uh, for uh, the World Cup for club? Or was the FIFA romantic? When where they signed the 2022 World Cup to Qatar that has to be mm. played in November and where like at least 7,000 oh, people yeah. died to, 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 to build to build a new stadium a, 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 a country where, where girls are not allowed to go to 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 the uh, to the stadium, or where if they have a, one of the linemen being a girl, they cannot be uh, they cannot be congratulated uh, during the celebration. Yeah. Okay, so is this romantic? So come on, guys, we need to be honest. Of course, I'm, uh, of course, uh, and uh, the, the the I think. Uh, the National League are not like the the, 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 the entity that are like defeated right now. The, and the entity that are defeated is, is UEFA. Yeah. Okay. So and FIFA, not even that the FIFA is defeated, it's UEFA is being defeated. If the National League, like Serie A or Premier League or Liga, okay, is smart enough, they can send it like a new starting point for them, they could make take an advantage on all of this. But of course, everybody is blaming uh, Go call him what? Okay. No, no, go. We're gonna wrap it up. No, I will just say, uh, do you remember in the past when Platini used to say that he preferred to see a team for a small league, but a champion or, or almost a champion from a small league winning the Champions League despite a team, for example, from a fourth place in a big club, a big league competition? This is the fact that after Platini's exit, even Infantino or Chefferin did decided to have more and more yeah, and more exactly. clubs to share exactly. and change it that for more votes for them for their pleasure more money and then they we saw for example uh, Atalanta the four teams the four teams for each league heading to the Champions League despite for example the fact that Ajax that won I agree. Uh, the, the Dutch league the Dutch Cup I agree the semi-finalist was heading to Europa League. This is no sense. I agree. After all. I agree. Colin, you want to say something? And then, uh, um, yeah, just, just about the money aspect of it. Uh, people people are shocked by the like the huge sums that have been uh, talked about. Like a share of 3.5 billion euro uh, between 20 clubs, which is a lot. So... But and it's a lot more than what they currently make. Each team makes in the Champions League, or, or you know, it's 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 a lot more than what the aggregate amount of uh, money is in the Champions League. So, so w- why is it so much more? Like, I mean, and this is where I, I'm, you know, this is only my opinion, but I suddenly don't think yeah, okay. don't think that the TV companies uh, have decided. Okay, we're going to give you double the money. We're going to give you ten times the money. 
that you know last year we gave uh, you for the UEFA Champions League. For me, that it means it means they're giving the same money, but something someone else has been taking the money. Basically, I imagine UEFA have been taking a huge cut of the money, and um, and uh, now now that they're cut out of it, we're seeing what the clubs could actually make. Yeah. So, guys, thank you for listening. As always, please uh, leave. Send us a, a feedback if you like what we are doing, and please follow us on all the social and on Twitch, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the, uh, every place. Thank you, Colin, for joining us. Hopefully, this is the one or the first time or the many times you're gonna be Thanks joining very us. Much, Thiago, you're you're part of you you're the uh, the other half of this show, also, uh, the, the other yeah the other half soul of this show. And so, guys, as always, you know, for the Juve, for the Juve.